Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is uh, Black Friday. Uh, I'm not normally a huge uh, fan. I'm not one to be lining up for days on end for uh, cheap socks. Much like when gas is on sale, I'm not one to go 18, 20 cars deep to get a couple of cents off. Mm. I just I, I just don't uh, see the point, especially if you're just going out and buying stuff for the sake of buying stuff. I mean, if you want to go out and try to find a TV or there's some kitchen appliances or something that's a bigger ticket item that you're like, yeah, we really need a new TV or a fridge or a store. Okay, I get it. But just uh, if you've got a drawer full of jeans as it is, a closet full of clothes, just to go out and buy a $40 sweater for 15 bucks doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Well, some people get tied up in that. Others uh, say this is kind of the kickoff point for Christmas shopping, too, sure. right? And you start getting things going and at least start with some sort of discounts happening. It's just whether or not uh, those discounts are deep enough. Uh, you know, there's always those big ticket items with limited supply or whilst quantities last right. to kind of get the door crasher deals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're looking for a, a TV, maybe it's it's that time. Uh, or a computer or some something, some of those big ticket items you're trying to get in and grab. Those are the ones you kind of wait up in line for uh, trying to get in. Sure. Other than that, then, you know, you're looking at you know, maybe 30 or 40% off the, those types of savings uh, as, as a max. And yeah, maybe some of those kind of deals that you think, well, small trinket items that will become gifts later on. Yeah, now, see, for me, Christmas is is stressful. Like, when it comes to gift buying and figuring out what you're going to get and who you're going to get and your budget for it all, and just the commotion of Christmas. Normally, this time of year, not only do you have to buy all your gifts, but you got, you know, your parties that you're going to, maybe your your wife or your husband and their work, and you got to go to that. You got to go to friends and family. So I always try to find kind of the, the, the least resistance, the easiest way around things to alleviate some of the, you know, some of the craziness and one of the things that's crazy of course is the packed malls so for me to now go into a packed mall and chaos with people i'd rather try to find those moments of shopping like on friday and saturday nights into december when the mall is more quiet and i don't have to deal with all the people i really feel for you know york has said their enforcement officers are going to be out in the malls and, and and stores today sure trying to to stop the overcrowding you know you feel for the the employees at these stores who are already stressed mm-hmm. and, and with what they've got to do with all the protocols. And imagine now you've got, you know, people in there who are not going to be keeping any kind of distances or listing and following arrows on the floor as they try to get to those deals. And do you think the people who would normally be roaming through Yorkdale or Sherway are going to find their way to uh, Vaughn Mills and uh, already Markville? Are. And, yeah, yeah already there. are. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, and, and, you know, many will stay home and just try to do it online and become a, a cyber Black Friday and a cyber Monday. Yeah. Uh, but I think that will only spur on some who think, well, maybe it's not going to be quite as busy, so I'll sneak in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to happen. It's going to be busy. Yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be going out there today myself personally, but many will. So enjoy if you do and play safe. I mean, you got Black Friday, you got Cyber Monday, you got Giving Tuesday. What's tomorrow called? Credit card shame Saturday? Sleep Saturday. (laughs) So when uh, this story first broke about the uh, barbecue joint in Topico, I kind of felt for the guy. I thought, here's a dude who's uh, putting his heart and soul into a restaurant, and he's been shut down, and he's got a a wife or a girlfriend, he's got a kid. Maybe he's at wit's end, and he needs to to keep going to uh, survive. So I, on one hand, uh, I applauded him, because to be honest, through all of this COVID stuff, I've kind of been in the middle 
you know, I try, I try to do all the right things because I don't want to put anybody in jeopardy. And then, then I, I go back and forth on is it as bad as it they say it is and humming and hon. Anyhow, so there was a side of me that was a little uh, felt for this guy. Well, as the story evolved, he's just nothing but a pant load at this point. This guy uh, started off, you know, saying, I'm going to open it and I don't care. It is what it is. And then, of course, he let everybody in. There was no restrictions, no masks, no social distancing. It was chaos. And then it turned into a parking lot party where uh, all these anti-maskers and anti-vaccine people uh, decided to show up. You know, the same group who believes in QAnon and Antifa. The same people who believe that uh, Oprah and Tom Hanks and others are eating babies and drinking baby blood. This group... So they all show up dancing and parading around and yelling and screaming. And then the story unfolds that he uh, he doesn't have a license for the restaurant. He's got other establishments. I don't know why he had to turn this place into a, a pulpit. He he didn't have insurance on the place. They locked him out. They put a padlock on. He's calling blacksmiths to try to... Uh, or uh, Locksmiths. Uh, locksmiths. You call if you have a horse, a blacksmith. <laughs> Maybe he's got a horse. I don't know. Uh, call him locksmiths. <laughs> To try to get in, they finally arrest him, and he's sitting in jail, and I say, good. Let him sit there. Because he really, first of all, got way more publicity than his, his restaurant or him deserves. And uh, two, he's turned into some kind of a focal point for the, the right side of this. And I don't mean right and wrong. I mean right versus left. Uh, this has gone way beyond barbecue, yeah, hasn't it? Uh, and uh, and then doing a little history on, on, on this guy, but seven months ago... Uh, he went on a, a, a tirade on social media about anti-COVID and mm. basically had a meltdown about it and uh, called uh, some some very uh, uh, unpolitically correct language. Colorful? Uh, yes, let's go with that uh, for people who uh, who believe the narrative, as they say. Mm. Uh, and um, and uh, and so, you know, this restaurant has only been open for a couple of months, mm. uh, this location. It, it kind of seems like this was all just a, a stunt to prove that point, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, I think early on, uh, you know, he take he took on this uh, this role as a small business owner, just trying to do good, and had pictures with his son saying, "I'm trying to feed my kids." Uh, you know, it's since been learned that he's, uh, you know, might be heavily funded mm. uh, by uh, by not only a family background, but also by other believers who have now started to go fund me. Uh, for all of this to to help uh, pay his legal bills and free him, there's uh, you know members of the the, the right leaning media who are uh, backing him and say this is this has to be reported to help free him <laughs> from the tyranny that's going on, and uh, you know most of it is self created because he could still have his restaurant open today and be serving his barbecue just out uh, takeout and out the door. And, uh, and you know, there's no reason for him to be closed down other than by him defying police orders and uh, and public health orders. And it, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, for all of those who are screaming that, you know, these orders are tyranny. Every restaurant already has rules and regulations mm-hmm. and laws that they must follow. And if they didn't, I don't know if you'd want to eat there. Mm-hmm. And even when this guy does get to open up. Regardless of his political views, if he doesn't have those views on health and safety in his restaurant, sure. do you really want to be eating his barbecue? Want that cockroach ribs? Right. Yeah. 
No, I know. It's amazing, too, those who are jumping in and trying to save him, taking money out of their rent and smoke fund <laughs> to throw into this dude. He's a regular Nelson Mandela, this guy. Well, they're not paying for masks, so they've saved some. Well, yeah, I like to share these uh, COVID craziness stories, things we've come up with outside of just the normal stuff we've been sharing with you over this uh, time period. An example of that, a new study found narcissists love being considered essential workers. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm a bit of a big deal, you right. know. Yes, I'm essential. That's right. I was with somebody once. Um, the reason that they like being essential workers is because they love the thought of being a hero. Yeah, slow down. The majority of essential workers narcissists in the study were grocery store employees. Oh, I thought it'd be like doctors and nurses and all of that. I can tell you that the people that I, uh, when I go to my grocery store, I don't, I mean, I don't know them that well to know that they're narcissists or not, but they don't seem to be that way. No. They seem to be just working damn hard and doing a job I wouldn't want to do. I was going to say, I don't know if they they would describe themselves as heroes either, but, uh, and we've said it many times throughout this year, uh, hats go off Mm -hmm. uh, to those that, you know, and the stuff that they've have to put up with. Mm Mm-hmm. As well, you know, we were talking to a, a cousin of ours yesterday. The boys were talking to their cousin, and she's, I think, seventeen or eighteen. Just got her first job at uh, at a drugstore, and uh, said, "How was your day?" Said, "Ah, uh, uh, there was a, a robbery and a fight, right in the store." I'm like, "You're seventeen. You got to put up with this crap." Yeah, yeah, it would uh, would not be easy. Anytime I uh, I see anybody giving anybody a hassle. I mean, I don't say anything. Normally, I you know I, I avoid. Certainly, these days, I would not get involved. Um, but uh, I always just want to say to them, you know, somewhere they, 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 these people they, they got parents, they got family members, just as you do. Would you like someone screaming at your son or daughter this way? Mm-hmm. True. Well, maybe they do go home and scream at their kids <laughs> that way. <laughs> the uh, pandemic has made uh, more people realize they have hearing problems. Now that they can't see someone's lips when they talk, it turns out that they were relying on lip reading to offset the hearing issue they didn't even know they had. Wow. I mean, I certainly know, you know, for me, going on 30 plus years of wearing these headphones five to seven days a week, I'm sure I've suffered some hearing damage along the way. But I do know that I've I've struggled understanding people sometimes with the mask on. I've had the issue where I, I don't know if they're talking to me mm. as well because they might not be exactly looking right at you, mm-hmm. uh, but they're talking through the mask, and so you can't tell <laughs> if they're talking to you or not, or, or you're not really listening for it because it looks like they're prepared to speak to you. Good thing about the mask, one positive I found anyhow is sometimes you know you say you're going into a store and you're like I'm going to have a piece of gum or or a mint or something just right. to freshen up. Doesn't matter now. No. <laughs> Nobody's getting close enough to smell my breath. And with that mask on, it's a, it's a good cover. Well, no one's come up with a mint-flavored mask at no. any point. Uh, throughout the States and Thanksgiving this weekend, I guess many parents were asked if they uh, were having their kids home for Thanksgiving. And they said, nah, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with them maybe on the next holiday. You don't want the risk of them traveling around and spreading the disease. No big surprise, but yesterday a stark difference between the, uh, the president sitting and the president-elect. Mm. And what they chose to do, Joe Biden, I guess, had a meal with uh, with uh, a, a close unit in his mm. bubble, and 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 said, you know, he was this is what doing the American service would be now is to stay at home and and uh, in a small group, and uh, and although he wasn't out and about yet, President Trump encouraged Americans to go see family for Thanksgiving. Then he sat down to a bucket of chicken. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> a big salad bowl of gravy. There's um, there's that uh, the Comey Rule, which is on HBO, and it's based on the book that James Comey wrote. And it's really quite good. Uh, David and I sat. It's like a four part uh, series, and uh, there's one moment when uh, the guy who plays Trump, who doesn't pretty good, is sitting in the Oval Office, and he's on the phone talking to somebody. And one of his uh, employees brings in food for him. It's like 8.30 in the morning. And it's an Egg McMuffin. Right? They put the camera right on him and show it. He does love his Mickey D's. Uh, if you need to let, let out some uh, pent-up frustration during this pandemic, uh, you can call the Screaming Hotline at 561-567-8431. Will you just scream into it? Uh, you can listen to recordings of other people screaming into the hotline. <laughs> I can just go home and get that. <laughs> <laughs> Second you walk in the door. That's right. I don't need to call no number. Right. I've got Karen in the back. She screams enough for the whole, so whole neighborhood. Is she still letting loose? Uh, not as bad as, as, no. as of late. I think the cold weather has uh, driven her inside. <laughs> A school board member in New Jersey resigned after she accidentally left her camera on while she was using the bathroom during a Zoom meeting. Ooh, camera. Oh, yeah. So she must have taken the laptop into the can with her. Oh, no. Almost 150 people saw her doing her business. You know, it's a great time to be alive. There was a time that all we only ever really kind of heard of these things. Yeah. But during a pandemic now, we got hot mics and cameras everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we got a guy peeing in Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, wherever the hell he was. And now this woman in Jersey, I guess, taking a poop. Um, the airline industry is in the final stages of creating a digital passport app. Uh, where you'd uh, store your coronavirus test results and vaccine records. Whoa. And you'd need that to be able to fly. We heard about Qantas doing this, and now maybe other airlines are doing the same thing. Which I'm really surprised they're being kind of this proactive because they have struggled like crazy mm-hmm. during this pandemic. So you think to put up more roadblocks for people to buy tickets for their flights. Well, maybe, I, I, I guess the thinking being part of the reason people aren't flying is just a, a fear of of the safety issue, if mm. you if you take away those mm-hmm. uh, by by expo- being very transparent and saying, listen, we've checked that everyone on this flight has been vaccinated. Mm. Maybe that gets more drums up more people getting on flights again. Maybe, maybe. Two grandparents in Texas figured out a safe way to be with their family on Thanksgiving. They ordered six foot cardboard cutouts of themselves and shipped them to their two sets of grandkids <laughs> in Texas and California. Yeah, everything's bigger in Texas. Yesterday, Thanksgiving in the U.S., and with that football, I normally don't watch a lot of uh, NFL. I don't watch a lot of sports, but I do usually watch some of the Thanksgiving Day uh, game, and I'll watch the Super Bowl and that kind of thing. Certainly looked weird, didn't it, with nobody in the stands. You know, you had nobody in the stands for other sports. I guess baseball, they get the big stadium, so it was noticeable until they put the cardboard figures in there. But uh, football stadiums, same thing. They're just massive. You know, they hold 60,000, 70,000, 80,000 people mm-hmm. to have nobody in those seats. And you think of all, like, all the private suites and the concessions. Like, the money being lost just must be massive. Oh, huge. Huge losses. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, some will say, well, they're billionaires losing money sure. that they'll write off. Yep. Uh, but... You know, even those that are putting some fans, some of them, you know, sixteen, twenty thousand fans spread out, mm. and and it does look rather scary to see how how massive those stadiums are and quiet. Well, very quiet. I mean, you know, you think back to the Peyton Manning days when he's screaming Omaha at the line all the right, time. Right. You can hear everything now because the that home field advantage of the crowd screaming so loud that mm-hmm. the offense can't hear themselves is gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, it is interesting to watch and see how uh, all of it unfold. And everybody, you know, they're following their rules. Some teams, anyhow. I guess the third game yesterday, uh, the evening uh, clash had to be canceled. Yeah, that was already postponed through the Sunday. The the Steelers Ravens game. I was just thinking too. That I've seen a little bit of football that I've watched. I've seen a couple more uh, penalties on the bench. Uh, like coaching staff. Oh, yeah. And, and for hockey, it's a problem as well because it's so quiet mm. that the referees can hear everything that's being yelled. <laughs> so when they say something about the ref's mom. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you used to be able to get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or mumble it. Now you can hear everything. I was reading somewhere a little while back the amount of time that there's actually action and ball in play during football. And it's a stupid number. Like, if the game takes three hours to complete with commercials and everything and uh, and breaks and such, and uh, it t- it, the, the full time that the ball or people are actually moving around when it's all added up is like nine minutes. Yes, it's not a lot. There's a lot of breaks in it and a lot of downtime. Oh. And, and, you know, it, it depends. If you're a hardcore fan, mm. uh, then you will enjoy some of that. Most of it has to do with the tailgating that they're they're already sure you know pretty much fired up before they get into the stadium. Uh, I remember going to watch that Bills series in Toronto mm. and it bored out of my tree oh. watching it in there. Live football is like stale toast. Well, and the other thing too is that, you know I'm like a fantasy football fan, so I, mm. I'm not necessarily interested in just one team. It's mm. you know players and what's going on around uh, the league too. And when you're in the stadium, you're not getting any of that, right? You're only right. seeing what's on. Uh, speaking of stadiums, by the way, the Globe and Mail uh, their uh, their lead story today is that apparently Rogers wants to tear down the Rogers Center huh. uh, and uh, and build uh, an outdoor uh, baseball facility for the Blue Jays. Either in the same spot, or uh, or towards a little further south on the lakeshore. Well, they've got the money now. They fired half their staff. <laughs> so I guess they can afford to do that now. Have you ever uh, hidden a gift so well you forgot where you put it? You remember? You remember Clark Griswold That's right. in Christmas Vacation when he's up in the attic and he's looking around for stuff to keep him warm and he finds a gift he had put tucked away up in the attic. For, like, his wife, I think it was a Valentine's Day gift or a Mother's Day gift. Anyway, I never understood why he hid it because it was wrapped already. Right. But anyhow, he found it and it was, like, years ago he had bought it and lost it. Well, over 55% of us say we've hidden a gift so well we forgot where the hell we hid it. Uh, I, I think I've been guilty of that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I know I've done it with cards because I've got a, a habit and you know me, I can't pass up a sale. Sure. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you're going out to buy the the, the, the card for mm. either Christmas or Mother's Day, anniversary, whatever. And they'll say, well, all right, well, if you buy three of them, mm. you get a better price. And so I'll, I'll buy a couple of holidays ahead. <laughs> you really love a sale. <laughs> I do. I like a deal. And so I'll, they go, and I'll, so, yeah, it's never a bad idea to have a couple extra birthday cards or something sure. on hand. But I know I found some where it's like, oh crap, that's a, I've got already, I've got one for the next holiday. <laughs> We're good. I've never lost a gift because I just hide them all behind my old penthouse magazine. <laughs> rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.